0: Today is your appointment with the living God. It's your appointment with the living God today. This isn't you just showing up to a park. This isn't you just showing up to a church service. This isn't you coming to watch something entertaining. This isn't you coming to listen to a message. No, you have come to encounter the living God, Jesus Christ. This is, you've come to have an appointment with him here today. That's where your mind needs to be because the scripture says, Matthew 5, 6, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are those who are hungry for God because they are blessed because they are the ones that will be filled. God does actually not fill, God actually does not fill the full. He fills the hungry. If you want to be filled with God, if you want to receive miracles, If you want to be full of peace and joy, if you want to be like him, if you want to be in your purpose and your calling, you have to be hungry. (laughs) God never forces himself. This is a principle. There are principles in the kingdom of God in the spiritual realm. This is a very important principle for you to know. God never forces himself. It says in the Bible, when you seek me, and not just that, but when you seek me with all of your heart, all of it, then you will find me. Then you have to seek God. And you have to seek him with all of your heart if you want to find him. If you want to find the more of him. There is so much more of God to be discovered, to be found by you. There is so much more revelation he wants to give you. There's so much revelation of his love to be found still. There's so much more of the abundant life that he has for you that he wants you to be walking in. But you have to seek him to find it. This is a principle in the spiritual realm. He doesn't force himself, he'll plant seeds He'll plant seeds. Maybe he'll give a dream. He'll plant seeds here and there, but it's just something to produce a hunger so you can then go and seek him. It says in Exodus, uh, Matthew 7, 7. Matthew 7, 7. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. You have to ask and then it will be given you have to you have to seek and then you will find you have to knock and then the door will be opened unto you this is how to receive from God right here you have to do something you have to come empty yourself come with hunger so I want to teach you today how to have this hunger amen this is an appointment with God right now. You need, to, you need to remind yourself, I am coming right now to church. Not any church. Revival is now here. Yes. I've seen testimony after testimony of God moving in such tremendous power of many people being delivered of addiction, depression, suicidal thoughts, anxiety, night terrors, mute spirit, sicknesses, autoimmune diseases. I've seen someone in a wheelchair get up and walk and come back and testify without the wheelchair I've seen these things so I'm coming not not casually to church but I'm coming expectant this is hunger I'm coming expectant to receive from God to have an appointment. I'm having an appointment today. I'm not coming here to listen to a good sermon. I'm not coming here for social hour. I'm coming here to encounter God. This is hunger. This is how to, how do you have hunger? Hunger doesn't really naturally come, but you need to be hungry. The Bible says to Romans 12:21. do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You have to remind yourself what you have received, what you have seen. Go watch the videos again of the deliverances that you've seen, the amazing. You feel like, oh, I don't feel like going to church today. I I'm tired. I don't feel like wake, waking up to watch the live. I don't feel like it. Well, you do work on your part. <laughs> you renew your mind. You, you go to the video and you watch it and you remind yourself, Whew, I am blessed to come here and to encounter the God who comes in power. You know, I witnessed miracles happen in my life for the very first time um, about five so years ago. And my heart burned to constantly be in the presence of God. I, didn't care. I, I never wanted church to end. The church I was going to at the time, it would go for, I think, four hours. And I, didn't want, I did not want it to end. I did not. I wanted to stay in the presence. I wanted to see miracles happening. I didn't want to stop seeing them happen. It blessed me more than anything for God to be so real and so close and to really encounter him. And my heart burned. I was praying, Lord, let other people encounter you like I have really encounter you. And I knew how rare it was. And it became my biggest prayer, my biggest cry. So I was praying. That was my biggest prayer, my biggest passion. Lord, let your people encounter your power. And I just wanted to be in God's presence all the time. Then God called me to be an apostle. Many of you know my testimony. I didn't want to be an apostle. I didn't, public speaking was my biggest fear, my biggest weakness, but I wanted to obey God more than anything, so I obeyed. And then God took me through this uncomfortable season where he wanted me to actually start a church, start Five-Fold Church. And um, do you know that process of stepping into my I, my calling as a minister, stepping into my calling of that, wasn't easy and wasn't fun you know i really enjoyed i just wanted to keep going to the four hour church services all the time and just stay there but god was like i need you to actually start something start my start a church here and so i had to sacrifice and i went there and um on the mountaintop we started on the drive and i just put posts on facebook inviting people to worship nights this was four years ago june june 18th four years ago and we would get sometimes one person, sometimes five people, I think one time 10 or so people that just saw on Facebook groups and they came and it was amazing, but you know, in the beginning I wasn't seeing any miracles. So it was was a sacrifice to get here where we are now. (laughs) I just wanted to stay in the four hour church services and just soak, you know, but God called me to start, from scratch and hunger like never before for his power. And I believed in his promise. He, he prof- It was prophesied to me that, that miracles, many miracles would happen through me and I was called to reach the nations as an apostle and that revival would break out in LA and would spread across the whole world. And I believe this promise. But I was not seeing what I pictured revival to be for a while, for years. I wasn't seeing big miracles happening. And our church had between 2 to 20 people or so up until this, this, this February, March, March of this year. And we would see God move in power here and there. But no deliverances, no demons trembling, no demons cast out. Not really many, many healing testimonies. We would see him move from time to time but it was just a small group of us and when you tend to be small there also tends to be a lack of hunger as well right and so i I would say chantal would say with me revivals now it's like we knew that god can move in power and we we believed in this anointing we'd seen ourselves transformed fred too fred here in the beige hat he's been here since almost the beginning Faithfully serving us, <laughs> serving with us, serving Jesus with us. Um, and we would just declare, revival's now, revival's now. And it's like we knew that God was really here and this anointing was here, and the miracles could happen. We knew that the hunger was needed, though, and we knew we had to keep the fire alive to really see it. Amen. So we just kept going, revivals now! And we wrote the song, Revival is now, with just like we would sing it to zero people, only like two people watching online and just Fred playing the bass and John Gentile and I singing at our worship night. Um, but you know what? We had to do that to be here. Amen. We had to carry the, we had to keep the hunger alive. Amen. Jesus, I'm hungry for you. Oh, I would declare every day, I declare signs, wonders, and miracles to happen today. And we wouldn't really see much. And there was just like 10 or 15 of us. But every Sunday, it will happen today. You remember fred right <laughs> you remember so then um this past january i put out a video a one-minute video because god had called me to make one-minute videos he told me to do this three years ago and he said that the the way that the that you would see the walls of jericho come down and go into the promised land of revival and what was prophesied over your life and over Fivefold church is for you to make these one minute videos, (laughs) preaching and God moving in power. And it would, one day it would reach people and and that's what would spark this revival is these videos. So I would make, I didn't know how to make edit videos, but I taught myself and I would spend so many, most of my hours of my life (laughs) editing these videos and getting hardly any views, hardly any views. I think on YouTube, it was like seven views Um, and like, 1000 something followers on instagram and um just kept going just kept going and sure it wasn't easy sure it wasn't always fun but i just kept going i kept believing god's told me this i have i just have to obey god amen and so um on december 30th 2020 i god gave me this vision to make this video of God moving in power here at the park when there was just a handful of people here but we would see him touch people beautifully and Stone remember, Stone was here we, we would see, you know, people cry as a prophetic word touch them, sometimes people would fall back with the power of God and so I put this montage in a one minute video and I prayed for people at the end and um, by January 1st, my 30th birthday the, it had one million views, this video and there were thousands of Comments, and all the comments were testifying of miracles people received while watching the video. Oh, wow. Yeah, happy birthday. happy birthday, 30th birthday. It was a birthday surprise, and so much deliverance happened just while watching the one-minute video. So much healing happened. People were saying I'm an atheist, but I felt the, I felt power when I watched. Like all sorts of testimonies <laughs> happened. I was healed of COVID after watching this. Cancer went away in my family member as they watched this. Um, I was shocked because I had put out so many videos, we've had church for so much, and we were never seeing this. And now it's thousands in one day. You have to keep the fire alive, despite what you see. so, So that God can actually use you and make the fire to spread. So that's what happened, and then After that, so many people started following my TikTok and Instagram and everything and tuning into the lives. I would go live twice a week and miracles would happen now on every live. I went live every day from last from COVID season last March to October, every single day, never missed a day, seven days a week. I didn't hear a single testimony of a miracle happening. There would sometimes be like two people watching. But now on every live, every life since that day every life since january many testimonies of miracles happening since that day and what happened was since so many more people are, are coming online now finding my me online the ministry um there's this girl from massachusetts who wrote to me saying i see jesus in your eyes she says i feel god calling me to book a flight to la and come encounter Jesus here. And she came with her friend from Massachusetts. They flew in mid-March. And the same day, two people from Nashville flew here because they saw online. There was 15 people here. Four people flew across the country to come to a church of 15 people. And this is before any demons were cast out. Yeah, I mean, it was, God was moving, touching people through prophetic ministry, but not like what we see now. But they booked a flight. All four, and I said, God, four people? Oh my goodness, what's, oh wow. And I was so expectant, I say, I know this principle that the hungry shall be filled. So I was more expectant than ever that day. And, you know, we saw these distractions over here. Let me tell you what happened that day. So I've been having church, we've been having church here now for Uh, four years at that point about four years We, we used to be in buildings but then we came out here because of covid and we we would have sometimes it was a struggle to have church you know maybe someone forgot the key to the building stuff stuff like that would happen spiritual warfare would happen but let me tell you what never has it been so difficult just to have church service as that day in this space, there were 60 people having a like party gathering thing. And I had to beg them, please, we have people flying across the country. Please allow us to have church and just take your party like right there, please. And I had to really beg and fight, fight for church to happen. And eventually they allowed us to have this space, but there was spiritual warfare going on after that because they blasted heavy metal music literally right here and there was like 20 people or so or 30 or 40 people just right here leaning up against here partying like socializing as like literally what we're doing now church so so I'm like oh my gosh these four people flew all this way to encounter God but God is not confined to physical obstacles getting in the no no he's a spirit so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter when there's kazoo's playing <laughs> if you are hungry to receive from god that cannot stop you and we've seen these things happen several times this is when we know god's about to move powerfully because the devil strategically comes trying to distract trying to stop it anyway so they're heavy metal heavy metal music blasting partying like probably 40 just right here and I say, come right here, come to the front. And so the four that traveled, they sat right here. And I, I'm going to preach like this today so you can hear me, because they were blasting heavy metal music. And I got really close and was preaching to them like this. And we have the video online. You can see like this whole party going on. I started praying for that one girl from Massachusetts that says I'm going to book the flight, the, that one. I started praying for her right here. And she falls back with the power of God. And then she begins convulsing. And I could see these are demons manifesting. And I had never seen that before at our church service. And I commanded the demons stand up and I say, go in Jesus name. And they left her and the force of them leaving her made her fall down to the ground hard. Like it was so supernatural. Um, And she was set free. And she was transformed forever. She went back, not the same person. Her mom said she was completely different. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So then from there, um, I put the video online. That video went crazy viral. So now from that week, people started flying in pretty much every single week. People started flying from that day. And then every single time people came, demons were trembling. There was one, there's one one. of our 5F family, she came like two weeks later. This was, I think, the second demons that were cast out. Her video currently has 20 million views. Uh, it's chopped up in one minute, but altogether, 20 20 million views. And so from people seeing that and other deliverances that happened here, other moves of God, people now have flown every single week here,
1: hungry for God.
0: And have received miracles here every time, deliverance, healing, baptism, the Holy Spirit. But can you just, can can you take something? Can you, can you learn something from how all this, this happened? Yes, it takes anointing. It takes vessels of God to, 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 to stand strong and go through the fire and be obedient and carry the anointing. But it doesn't matter how much anointing I have or anybody has, if there's no hunger. Jesus could not do any miracles in his hometown because there was no hunger there. Jesus, hardly any it says, hardly, Jesus, he couldn't do hardly any. Her hunger, her hunger, booking that flight, allowing Jesus to pour more anointing on the demons in her to make them go out. That made this revival to break out. Do you know how, um, there were many demons who, who, who come to the park before that day, people with demons, but they weren't hungry enough yet to allow God to put the anointing on the demons and make them tremble. This is how it works in the spiritual realm. You have to allow God to have his way. You have to be hungry jesus set me free i believe you can do it i give you permission have your way and then he's allowed to come now you've given him authority that girl doesn't even know it but she's changed the world just by her hunger she didn't come here and preach even she she just came here to receive for herself she came to just have an encounter with god but her hunger has changed the world. Look at the Samaritan woman at the well. Her hunger and zeal for Jesus sparked revival. There is a Samaritan woman at the well. Jesus prophesied to her. She encountered the power of Jesus. She was open to hear from him. She received him and she was full of fire. She ran to her hometown. And said, you, you have to come. You have to come with me and encounter Jesus. Like, I just encountered this man of God. You have to come and receive. You have to come. You, you you have, I'm telling you, you have to come. Come, you have to. That's what the Samaritan woman at the well did. Jesus. Do You think the Samaritan woman was casually, hey, you wanna check out this uh, church? It's pretty cool. I received from there. It's awesome. You come. You think that's how the Samaritan woman at the well was? No. And then people have, were skeptical. You say, "No, I'm telling you. Trust me. You know me. You've known me for a while. Trust me. Come." That was the Samaritan woman at the well. Her hunger. Her hunger changed the world. So. You know, Jesus has collected, he had gathered his disciples, right? He gathered his disciples, but he hadn't really ministered much yet. I mean, he was just gathering his disciples, and then he ministered to her. And then as she went off running, whoa, you know, off to tell her friends, Jesus says to the disciples, you, you think harvest time is several months away, but I tell you, it's right now. But Jesus needed her. Jesus needed her hunger for the harvest to come. Jesus needed her hunger for revival, to spread. Jesus needed her, that woman. Look at the impact in the kingdom of God that one woman's hunger had. You wanna be used powerfully by God, have hunger. Use what God's giving you, your testimony, and passionately invite people. God's not gonna entrust you with more if you can't do that simple thing right there. I was in San Antonio um, week and a, half, was it a week? week and a half ago. Week and a half ago, I ministered in San Antonio. I was invited to a church. Um, Hispanic pastor, he doesn't speak any English, and his wife doesn't either. And his daughter speaks a little bit, it was beautiful. And um, it was a church of, I think it held like 250 people. And um, we came and we showed up, and there, had, there was a huge line out the door, and people have been waiting since 8 a.m. for the service to start in San Antonio. And that person, that had come at 7 a.m. or so, traveled from New Mexico. And so we're about to start the service and there's, the church is completely full and there are hundreds of people waiting outside in a line, in a single file line. And it's going down several blocks down the street. I never, I still haven't seen it, I've just heard. I didn't see a video or anything. But I was told by many, it went several blocks down. So we decided, the pastor was, I'm so grateful for his heart, for people to receive. Most of these people weren't from his church. You know, they're just people who had heard about it and came hungry. But I'm grateful for his heart, for for people he didn't know to receive. Because he says to me, can we do a second service? He said, yes. So we did a second spontaneous service and he went out and told the hundreds in the line, wait in line here for a couple hours or so, and we're gonna have another service. So these people stood in line. They had already, these were people that got there on time, even early, and they didn't make it in because people came so hungry so early. So all these people, they didn't leave. Most people, some might have. But most people, they stood in line. They'd already been standing in line for hours. Now they stand for more hours because of their hunger to encounter Jesus. And then the service ends and there's too many to even fit in the building for a second service. So the pastor, I love his heart. He goes, can we just take it out in the parking lot? I say, yeah, absolutely. So they sent one worshiper out there. She sang cappella, Yeshua, and everybody sang worship God. And I came out there and it was just this little mic and it was dark, it was a parking lot. And people were so hungry and God moved so powerfully. I mean so many people were set free and I heard testimonies that people were actually set free in the line while they were waiting as the other service was going on. The next day I went to Dallas and I ministered in Dallas and there were 2,500 or so waiting to get in. I drive by and people are just huddled closely waiting to get in the church. They packed in there, a standing room only. I couldn't see most of the people. There wasn't a stage. I couldn't see most people because we're all the same height and they're all packed in standing. Two thousand. And another, the overflow room was packed with like uh, like several hundred or maybe a thousand. Packed. And I had never seen God move like that before in my life. How he moved that day. Demons started trembling and people were delivered as soon as worship began. Why? because of their hunger because the anointing was there just like the woman with the issue of blood i'm not going to wait for jesus to even begin his service and preach i'm not going to wait for him to look me in the eyes and pray for me and press hands i'm just going to touch and take my healing right now that's how it works in the spiritual realm so they came hungry expectant the anointings move i've seen this anointing i've seen the power of god move through this ministry I know God's power is here. I'm going to be set free. I'm going to be healed. And Jesus has the heart to free you and heal you immediately, not for you to even have to wait two hours. So when you're in his presence, boom, if you're ready, if you're hungry, God will heal you, free you right away. Yeah. So that was happening during worship. And then as soon as, finished, as soon as I finished the message, I didn't even start praying. As soon as I just finished the message, it's like God knew I was done with the message. So God was like, okay, I'm going to hit those demons with the anointing now and set my people free like boom as soon as she's done preaching the word that's what happened so as soon as I finished preaching the word I didn't say any kind of prayer or anything yet just finished preaching the word all of a sudden I think there was like I don't know 15 or 20 maybe so people that just like 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 came falling down on the altar or they had been running because we encourage people if they're manifesting to come forward but there were so many people just being delivered right away just it, it, just coming falling down on the ground several people at once and i look and there's just like 15 people in 10 seconds and it was just like you know the, the story in the bible of of, of of apostle peter they laid people up in his shadow so just the anointing the shadow of his anointing would touch people and they would be delivered demons would be cast out just in the shadow he wasn't even saying demons go it was just them being in the location of where the anointing was flowing under his shadow that they left and that's what we saw we saw i was just standing back and letting god move i wasn't even saying go 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 they were being delivered right there. for two hours. It was non-stop of that. It was not like what we've seen here where it's more one-on-one. It was just like God's power is so big right now that I'm just going to step back and let him, his anointing, just touch people everywhere. I've never seen anything like it. Why did this happen? Why did that happen in San Antonio? Why did we see God moved for four and a half hours, two services. So many people delivered and healed. So many. Why do we see thousands packed like this and then God move like we've never seen? Because of their hunger, because of their hunger. I've ministered, I've ministered places I've ministered places. I've seen tremendous power of God and then I'll minister somewhere else. And you can just see there's not as much hunger. And you see God still move, you see tears still fall and people touch, but it's not like what he really wants to do. I've ministered someplace and you can tell that there's a lot of demonic oppression. But there wasn't enough hunger to allow God to drench them with the anointing, to make the demons come out. So instead, it was just a prophetic word of encouragement. God's like, I need to plant seeds in them to build the hunger. Do you see the power you have inside of you? Yeah. And those of you who are living in LA those of you who are traveling here weekly or bi-weekly, those of you online family who are, who are part of 5F Church and joining us every week, planning yourself here, you have a really big call. A re- we have a really big assignment, a really big responsibility. In Acts, it says that, they, that the believers sent Paul and Silas off to the city of Berea to minister. Apostle Paul and prophet Silas, they went to minister together. They found that the Jews of Berea, they found, they found that the people in that city, so they traveled to a city, and they found the people in that city. It says in the word here, this is the Passion Translation. they they found that the Jews of Berea, the people they were ministering to, were of more noble character and much more open-minded than those of Thessalonica. They were hungry to learn and eagerly received the word. So we see in the Bible, through the book of Acts, when revival's spreading, that some cities did not receive as much as others. That some people in the cities were not as hungry as others. And it goes on to say that as a result of this, many people came to the Lord because of this. We have a big responsibility here. Revival is now. And this is a serious thing. This is not just a woohoo. This is like a serious serious work. The apostles, the people in the Acts church, they took it seriously to the point of death. Revival is now, is serious. This is a serious, it's a responsibility because God has chosen to start this in LA and you will see this spread across the entire world. What has begun in LA. And we're already seeing in just one month we, as Jantala has joined me, I've traveled to several places across the country and just the testimonies I've shared with you. this People are saying we've never experienced Jesus like this in our lives. Like the fire is already spreading. The revival is already spreading. But do you, do you know the responsibility we have to keep the hunger? To keep... The fire alive. To not take it for granted what God is doing here. I can get emotional talking about this because I yearned for this for years. Every day, yearned for this. Believe this would happen. Yearn to be yearn to see God's miracles and people be set free and healed, be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Eyes open up to how much God really loves them. People are traveling here now every week, only because there are hungry enough people here to make God move in such tremendous power. That, that hunger then reaches to them. A seed of hunger is planted in them. Look at what that one girl who came here in March did because she was hungry, simply hungry for God, simply hungry to receive from God. God needs us to be united. It cannot be one person hungry. It cannot be five of us hungry. Of you here who are in LA who are traveling here to LA to be a part we have a responsibility to be united in our hunger and keep the fire alive second Timothy 1 6 I remind you Paul saying Apostle Paul saying I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands second Timothy 1 6 That's one of the ways to release impartation. I remind you today to fan into flame the gift that's been given to you, the anointing that's been imparted to you, the fire that that once came in you last week, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, one month, two months, three months ago, the life-changing encounter with Jesus that you had recently or months ago or online, The deliverance that God gave you. That moment. I remind you to fan into flame what he's done for you. The devil will come and he'll come with his lies. He'll even try to say to you, you're not really healed or you're not delivered or he'll try to say all sorts of things. He'll try to make you forget. I remind you to fan into flame. This encounter that was the most real encounter of your life with Jesus god is counting on you we should be seeing this place grow every week this is serious there are people so hungry in san antonio waiting hours packed in they don't care it's all, it's a responsibility to keep the hunger alive for jesus it's simply jesus I want you to have your way. I'm excited for you to move today. I'm excited. Pray to him. Remind yourself. Make it a habit to pray to him throughout the week, before Sunday, Saturday night. God, I'm excited for what you're going to do tomorrow. I'm, ex- I'm I'm. so blessed that I live here where you're moving in power. I thank you, Jesus, for what you've done here, Jesus. And bring more people, Lord. Bring more people, God. Open up doors for more people to find out about this, about you moving in power. Lord, give me wisdom of how I can reach more people and invite more people. Share my testimony. Make video. Te- if you haven't shared your testimony, you've got to share your testimony. you got to make a video. Daryl will film you here after this. You've been here for months. Share your testimony. Share why you're still here. Because as I'm traveling around, I'm seeing, oh my goodness, we have so much Power. There's so many more people God wants to reach, but it's up to us to be hungry for him. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible talks about in Exodus, he says to Moses, you cannot see me and still live. If you see me, you will die. And when I'm talking about this hunger, Like how I want to teach you how to have hunger, how to have, how to fan this into flame. Come to church, come online, come with this expectancy. Jesus is here. Jesus is alive. Jesus is going to move in power. Jesus is going to touch me today. Jesus is going to do a miracle for me today. And when you renew your mind with that and activate your faith instead of going through the motions and being lazy spiritually. When you do that, when you are energizing your spirit and and reminding yourself this truth. Yes, God's here. God's going to move in power today. I believe I'm going to receive a miracle today. This is not a normal park, a normal church. I'm going to encounter Jesus today. He's here. I'm having an appointment with God today. Okay, when that's, your, when that's your heart simply and you're just renewing your mind, you don't have to be feeling it or seeing visions. When that's your heart, you are seeing God. The Bible says you cannot see God and still live. The prophetic revelation of that here in the New Covenant is that when you see God like this with your faith, the carnal man of you that's holding your spirit back dies so your spirit is activated and overpowers and can now really encounter and receive what Jesus has for you. That's why we see people fall back in the power of God. That's what's happening. Their carnal nature is dying so much because they've seen God. God's here right now, I believe. And when that happens, it's like you've, you've pushed your carnal man out. It's died so your spirit can come alive and God may touch you to do a bigger work and you may fall back with the power of God. This is how to have hunger. Those of you that are here weekly and those of you that, haven't, that are, live in LA, I encourage you to come weekly. Be a part. As you come here, as you come here continually, and as you serve here, this is how anointing flows to you and you receive more and more from God. And there's some healing and deliverance, most healing and deliverance isn't all one time, boom, done. But it comes as you keep coming where God's power is and you keep serving in the spiritual realm. When you serve in the work of God, God is releasing his anointing to you to heal you and deliver you and also impart to you And sees you as trustworthy to receive more anointing to walk in the power of God as you serve. So, I want to encourage you to all of you come here, come here every week so you can receive more and more of Jesus, so you can become more spiritual, so the devil can lose his power in your life completely because you become more spiritual by continually soaking yourself in the anointing. Come here and serve. Come here early, you'll be, you'll be receiving anointing as you're serving here two hours early. Come here and serve with us. We can reach so many more people for the kingdom and have so much more excellence, we can have more, bra- more memories to think of the batteries and such like that. When we have more people, I'm ready to be used by God and serve because I want this revival to spread. This hunger, this commitment and dedication to God and his work is going to make him increase his power. We are going to see more miracles like we've never seen before. Because of your hunger. It's up to you. Revival's now and God's ready to do the most impossible things. It's up to us. It's up to us. Let's not let's not be like like this city here that says that one city was open open-minded than the other. Let's not see hunger in other cities more than here. Amen. Aren't you grateful for what God is doing for Him moving in power? Don't take it for granted. Just because it's every week, don't take it for granted. Make it a habit to thank Jesus. Make it a habit to serve and be committed and not just come, oh, I can go the next week. Her <laughs> now, we are so blessed. We are like literally the Acts Church right now. Yeah, okay. Like, do you want to have your name in the Bible? Like, let's be like Apostle Paul. Yeah, I, you're going to go to heaven and they're going to be like, whoa, you're like Apostle Paul and Silas. Or, you know, like they'll know you in heaven. You have a heavenly reward for you to carry this fire and keep it alive. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm expecting today. Because hunger is here. Amen. Is there hungry people here? Yes. Yes. It's time to get hungry. So God can do the most. God can do a little for you, or he can do a lot. Do you want him to do a lot? Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus, we are ready, God. We are ready. We're going to come here early. We're going to come here and serve. We're not going to leave early. We're going to testify. We're going to share what God's doing to everybody. We're going to see this place full and overflowing. We're going to have to move from this place. Amen? It's up to us. It's up to us. God's waiting to make this revival spread. Come on. It's up to us. Hallelujah. There were 70 people here. Mid May, and the next week there was 300. Let's serve God right now, Amen. Let's be serious about this revival. You have the power. You have the power. Let's go. Let's see this place overflow next week, Amen. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to God now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Jesus, for this revival, God. We don't take it for granted. We don't take it lightly. Thank you, Jesus, for choosing LA, here, where we live, to start this revival, God. Thank you, Jesus, for choosing right here, right here, our home, to shock the world with 20 million and more, seeing your amazing wonders, and coming to know you, and receiving miracles, and booking flights to come, Receive you and receive your miracles. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father We thank you so much God. We thank you Lord for choose. Thank you God for choosing me say thank you God for choosing me Because he's chosen you He's chosen you as a member of the Acts Church like the Acts Church of today. He's chosen you Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah Hallelujah just repeat after me. We thank you, God, we thank you, God for, bringing for bringing revival to our land. To our land. Thank, you for us thank you for choosing us to be revival carriers. Be revival carriers. We, are we are hungry. We stand united. We, stand united. we, want, you we want you to have your, way. have your way. We are hungry. We, are hungry. we want more. We want, we want the most. We surrender. We, surrender. we, will, be we will be committed to this revival. To this we, will serve you we will serve you in the house of God. In the house of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.